What did I just say? Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Carrie. And we're, and we're too, too drunk. drunk to track. To track. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got in me. <laughs> okay. Today's episode called Mirror Mirror. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad. I do feel like I'm starting to get a little bit of Star Trek burnout maybe at this point. Yeah. Because I'm like... I just don't, I don't want to watch the first one. Then we have to rewatch it. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I feel like the rewatch is always like a little bit easier because we don't have to take notes the whole time. I usually just sit there and talk to Carrie. <laughs> I'm getting drunk. Like that's much, yeah. e- that's much better. And we're getting drunk. And then I'm just writing down the things I want to talk about later and yeah. not like literally everything. So I know what happened. So it's like, but the initial watch is, it's getting pretty tough. And I'm not going to call it Star Trek burnout because I've been watching Enterprise and I'm fine. I'm going to yeah, call it fine. the original series burnout. Yeah, TOS burnout. Yeah. T-O-S-B-O. Yeah. Don't blame this on Star yeah. Trek. I, I'm going to say T-O-S-B-O because it stinks. It does. T-O-S-B-O. Um um, but yeah, so we, yeah. we this is uh, episode four of season two, which still kind of blows my mind that we've gotten this far. Every time, yeah. every single time we do a new one, I'm like, holy shit, we're continuing this. This is amazing. Um, well, oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say in like five epi- or ten episodes, maybe not very many episodes. We'll be halfway done with this. And then we only have to do that one more time to get to Enterprise. <laughs> this episode is called Mirror Mirror. Um, and we start out on a planet this time. We're not in space. I mean, technically the planet's in space. But we're on a planet. We ain't orbiting shit. Nope. Nope. Maybe a sun. Yeah. I, we don't know, though. There's a purple sky. Yeah. And a lightning storm, which we find out is an ion storm. Yeah. And they're kind of in the woods, but they're on, like, a large round pedestal also. Like, it. It reminds me a lot of uh, the episode we did with uh, with Amelia, where like whatever planet they were on there, like it's like a some woods on the outside and a clearing with everybody in. Like, yeah. Well, this one only had a thing. That one had like two things. things. Yeah, that's but this, true. This had a thing. Actually, there were two things because there's a large round pedestal that's like a foot off the ground, and then on the pedestal is a bench and an old dude sitting on the bench with the a one, dude on the other side. Yep. And the old dude has like a blue sun on his head. Um and he is talking about how they believe uh Kirk um that he has like no intention of being violent or anything like that and that he is there peacefully but they still can't mine whatever they're looking for on their planet. Dilithium crystals which is Dil- how they Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they've come up so many times in Star Trek. Dilithium crystals are what they uh, power their starship with. It's what that crazy dude was looking at for in yeah. the alternative factor. Like dilithium crystals are fucking cool as shit. Oh, they were Mud's women. That's what they were trying to mine. Is that Mud's was women? It? Oh yeah. yeah. See, they're just mining yeah. all sorts of shit here. I well, love dilithium thing. crystals. That's that's, they, that's their jam. But we can't mine them on this planet because this species has decided that they are so fucking peaceful 
that the possibility that Starfleet might not be peaceful in the future is too much of a danger to their reputation. Yeah. Which I don't, I, I get, it's like their, their whole <laughs> existence is so built on the principle of peace that they cannot even entertain the thought that something from their planet is used in a non-peaceful manner at some point eventually in the future. Which makes no fun like then don't deal with people on other planets <laughs> yeah. yeah well and so like and that's pretty much what it comes down to he's like he's like we're not gonna do it and kirk's like but we're cool and he's like yeah but can you promise that you'll always be super cool forever and kirk's like well i mean probably not and he's like okay well there's your answer and so kirk's like all right we gotta we're gonna beam back up you know this isn't working he calls up to spock and he's like hey uh how are things going spock's like there's an ion storm it's really crazy so you guys are gonna want to get up and there's like lightning happening the whole time they're talking like i wouldn't be outside in a fucking clearing yeah no it doesn't seem safe doesn't seem safe so kirk's like walking back to um he's down there with scotty and ahura and bones and so they're they've just been like chilling on the outside the whole time because why would they be involved at all um so he like takes the 10 steps back to him and then he's like all right well you know we're gonna try to beam up or whatever and then the old dude's like um you realize you could just take these from us right and kirk's like i know think about it think about it (laughs) think about it (laughs) (laughs) that's not exactly what he says but that's pretty much it's like you can take this and he says but we won't so maybe consider that or something consider that is think about it think about it he's like sharing a meme on the internet that's like yeah. groundbreaking think to him it. only <laughs> think about it um i also just real fast before we leave this planet want to talk about so kirk says i admire your ethics and is it ethical to possibly mm-hmm. kill your entire species to prevent the possibility of in the future something being used for evil. Like, is that ethical? Because, like, yeah, it's like we would rather die than have non peaceful things happen yeah. with our resources. Like, that's we, not we peaceful. No. Like, your whole society dying is not peaceful. Like, that's you know, all... some of that is not peaceful. Yeah. So, I so don't. Much that is so much loss of life. That is so violent. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there because it halfway comes up later, but not really. So Um, the other funny thing about this is this seems like a really important plot point, right? It's the first thing we're introduced to. Yeah. It's not. It comes up again. Barely. In several different conversations, but it is definitely not the plot of the show. This is like the hook that they use to have something to talk about later. Yeah. That's about it. And then this never gets resolved. I assume they just never get those dilithium crystals. Do you want to know why? Because it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't fucking matter. So they're going to beam up. They call up. They're like, all right, we're ready to go. And then, Mm -hmm. like, the lightning's going crazy. There's so many lights flashing and sounds. That's, uh, I think I nailed that, honestly. That's That's exactly. 100% what I experienced. You have now experienced the same thing we did. (laughs) So we go to the Enterprise and there's Spock and a guy in a red... Kyle. Well, we don't know that yet. We learned that it's Kyle because... Kyle was in the episode we watched with Amelia. Was he? Yeah. I just remember his name was Kyle. It's Kyle. (laughs) 
I remember because he gets fucked hard later. So he does get <laughs> fucked real hard later. I do not remember current Kyle, but I I recall future Kyle. It's not ha- having a good life. I um, could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm. Oh, I think certain. you're right. I. I'm. You know, I am not good with characters. <laughs> I'm not good with names. I'm not good with plots. I'm not good at with this. Left Any, and right. Yeah, left, hard. Yeah. Put my fingers up. Which one's the L? I don't know. That's technically an L. It's just backwards. It's an L for me. But L. Um, so they they transport up and it, the, well, they're transporting up and it's doing like they're showing the transport pot or their pads or whatever and they're getting all like blinky and like they're phasing and in and out like they're, they're trying fuzzy. real hard. Yeah, it's like they're, they're gonna appear, but they but then they don't. Nothing ever materializes, and they're just and like. The- and then the ship, it shows the Enterprise, and it's, like, going in one direction around the planet, and then it's going in the other direction around the planet. Then it's going the way it went first, and then it's just, like, flip-flopping back and forth between these two different directions. Flashing colors. Flashing colors, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. And then... Um, it settles Spock- on the one that was going in the direction that they were not originally. Like, they, yes. They started with going... Right, and then the one that we leave off on is going left. Yeah, and the last scene we see on what we know of to be the normal Enterprise is just a really confused-looking Spock. He's just like, uh, because they're gone. And then uh, we go to the this other transporter room, which we find out very quickly is not the same. Um, And Spock has a goatee. (laughs) It's do you guys remember Lazarus's like terrible, terrible facial hair we talked about? Yeah. It's like that, but shorter and like maybe a little fuller, but not a fuller. lot. They definitely did a better job, barely, like making you think this could be real. But it like it's very obviously glued on. It still it's looks re- super shitty. You know what reminds me of when in Hercules, Kevin Sor- Sorbo is the evil Hercules. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's a shitty goatee, and it's very fakely glued on. You're just like, oh, that must be the evil guy. And I think this is where the trope started, is evil Spock. Because remember, there's yeah. evil Riker, who also, he's like, Riker doesn't have a beard at first. And in TNG, there's yeah. an episode where he's evil Riker, and he has the beard. Beard's so much better when right. Um, so Spock has a goatee. Everybody's wearing these like golden, like sparkly, bright gold, like scarves around their waists. Sashes. Uh, Sashes, yes. Um, and then we see the transporter pad where everybody they like all of these four guys that we know are the good guys. Like there are good versions of everyone um, are look very confused and realize that they're all wearing different outfits now too, because they're dressed. However, their alternate selves, as we find out would have been dressed. Um, and for, a- for the men is the same shirt, except for yeah. Kirk. He's wearing like the, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Kirk. Yeah. I Kirk, actually like this. Kirk is wearing, it's the, it's like, and this is what kind of confused me a little bit because they those seem like his the the wraparound is usually his casual wear. So yeah. why would he wear that down to a planet on like a diplomatic mission? We didn't talk about that. So when Kirk was on the diplomatic mission, he was wearing his like avocado colored 
sweater that has the wraparound with the little like buckle yeah. that like, think, comes to the front. I think it first came in Charlie X was the first time we saw yeah. it. Yeah, and we really and, haven't seen it much. Yeah, it hasn't been there much. I know that we we mocked it mercilessly because it is it has like stupid gold embroidery. Like yeah. actually, it's ribbon yeah. sewed on. It's like the wavy ribbon that was pretty popular in the '60s, but now it just looks shitty. Well, they have um, that on all of the Starfleet yeah. uniforms. It's, it's like how they show it's, rank or whatever. But yeah, it was. De it's definitely like, but it's super cool now that we're you know we we've come to have a appreciation, an appreciation, whatever that word is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it's it's like I think I'm pretty sure it's his casual wear. Like that's how it was in Charlie X. Is that it was like he took his uniform off and he had like his loungies on it's like his loungies but he worked down to a diplomatic mission for whatever reason and so that's what like he looks down and he's expecting to see it's the not that wraparound where usually they have their uh starfleet emblems in the upper corner i think it's their left side yeah it would be their left side it's usually in their left side and that's the starfleet emblem um but with kirk's wraparound sweater it's like attaching the wraparound portion to the rest of, like, it's more like a brooch. Yeah, it's, it's, I actually, I think it's a brilliant sweater design. Like, it's a really great yeah. outfit. I'm going to make one. Seriously, yeah. making one. I should make one. I really should. Sure. Uh, but he is no, so <laughs> yeah. he is no longer wearing that. He is wearing this wrong colored gold vest. I love the gold vest. I don't like that his golden sash that he's wearing is like way more gold because I would say that um it's more of a sham his vest is more of a champagne um and it's just like so like beautiful and sparkly and then he's but he, then he like clashes it with this super sparkly like yellow gold sash <laughs> and also it's the kind of vest it's like the white trash ripped off the sleeves kind yeah, of there's, vest there's no sleeve <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's like it's not, it's not like a tuxedo vest. It is definitely this had sleeves, and I got drunk and ripped them off because I was hot at one yeah. time. Yeah, so I think Please. that would just mean like the shoulders don't like go in. They're not as rounded. They're more like just like straight up. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know how to and explain it better like than that. Diagonal, yeah. like had sleeves, and then he took them off because he was drunk and mad about it. Because he's um, a barbarian, as we're yeah. going to find out. <laughs> Bones and Scotty are pretty much the same, except for they also have the gold sashes. sashes. All and all the emblems have changed. It's yeah, not the they've got anymore. It's like a sword thingy, and then they have different gold buttons for their uh, things. Uh, yeah, it's a little different. But Ahura is on the other hand. <laughs> oh gosh, Ahura one looks fantastic. Before I rag on this outfit for the things I don't like, she looks fucking amazing. I I would I could never pull it off. I'm, no. I'm not pretending that I would somehow look good in this. No, it well it she is. Looks she looks so fucking good. Um, it's a so it's like a skirt with a sash on it, but the skirt the is it's a mini made. skirt, but it's a high low. It's a little lower in yeah. the back than it is in the front. Um, and it. Basically, I noticed this only a couple times, but it basically only connects at the black belt part. It's like slit. Yeah, it's like a it's like a wrap almost. Yeah, it's almost like a wrap. It's yeah, it, it is risque. 
it's risque. Um, and then the top is kind of like the top of a Starfleet uniform if you cut it off under the bust and mm-hmm. added a gold border and then and then took off the sleeves. Yeah. And so she's very bare. There's a lot, you see a lot of her in this, and I'm not complaining. She looked amazing once again. It was just like the only guy who lost clothing was Kirk. And just his arms. <laughs> and just his arms. But she is like fully exposed. Um, a, a, a solid half of her clothing has been removed. The sleeves, her midriff, and part of her skirt. But somehow her skirt's actually longer than it was when she was on the other not not in the front the front was yeah well i mean we've definitely seen like her underwear in the other skirts so but she and she has like her knee-high boots that she usually has but they're a little more piratey in this they're not like as tight they're uh a little more i i like them i think i think like the boots and the nylons and everything else was just great but it felt a little bit like how can we how can we get her in less in a different way (laughs) like let's Alternate yeah. universe. <laughs> oh, wait, I've got it. Yeah. So we're not even to the intro yet. We should get <laughs> so close. We're so close. So I know close. we're so we close. Are. We are. Um, so uh everybody on this alternate ship that's wearing different clothes that's not part of the team that beamed up, uh, they do this like it's like a cross between a Nazi salute and a flat earther salute. It's like they tap their chest and then they put their arm out straight. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's very not like yeah. up straight. They probably were trying to be like, no, you can't do that. It's like kind of right And then they they put their other arm over top, like kind of like the macarena. Yeah, eh, macarena, but only uh, part of it. Yeah, it's it's like the yeah. did 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 it like the first part of the macarena. Um, mm-hmm. But that's how you know they're Nazis. Yeah, they're just Nazis. It's, they're <laughs> like bar barbarian Nazis. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, everything here is weird. And then there's there's this particular spaceship's version of Kyle, um, who accidentally messed up. Uh, but what? Because because of the iron storm, it's not even his fault. Yeah. For the record, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, shit got fucked. And then Spock's like, uh, so is that your fault? Yeah. And he's well, like, well, oh. he. He tells him to hand him his agonizer. Um, And so Kyle's like, well, but... uh," And so then he takes the agonizer and he puts it on Kyle's chest and he just tortures him. And, like, slightly before that, he also made a comment about how it was unfortunate that this planet that they had been on was choosing suicide over cooperating with them. So, like, we, we already know that something's a little bit brutish about this ship. But we didn't know how bad it was until they started, uh, you know, torturing poor Kyle. And Kirk looks, like, a little bit concerned about what's going on. But he legit does jack shit. He's (laughs) saying, please don't do that. You don't torture that poor guy. Wasn't his fault there's an ion storm. Yeah. And that's, like, I I think he was supposed, like, Spock asked, like, you knew about the ion storm. Did you compensate for it? He's like, well, I did the best I could. And then Spock's like, wasn't good enough. Not good enough. And my notes say, I tried. You're fried. (laughs) He just goes, 
it's like a taser basically it tasers it's like a handheld taser but like to the chest a tasing taganizer taseganizer instead of a phaser it's a taser it's a yeah well they called it an agonizer though i was trying to do a pun there i didn't do well taser because that that would be a much better comparison yeah (laughs) one with a taser we've made it we made it to the intro guys (laughs) and this was this was a really long intro i think it's gonna go faster now uh it's important yeah no and now that we've discussed their outfits when we mention them later oh we didn't talk about her as like snake thing on her arm and her beautiful earrings i not see that yet you see it more in the next scene she comes next in. scene okay we'll talk about it then so um we're orbiting this purple planet um on the bad enterprise and kirk's giving a captain's log and it's so annoying because he says unknown star date and it's like why wouldn't it be the same starting? I get that other things are different, but just like guess your normal star date. When in your same life in the <laughs> same ship doing the same thing, what fucking year is it? <laughs> Actually, he's on the ship. Can't he just be like computer? What's the star That's date? The first watch through, like look at the fucking calendar. <laughs> it's so goddamn easy. Look at the fucking calendar. Oh. It's your goddamn ship. It just is evil. <laughs> Do you just memorize the start date or do you sometimes have to check somehow? <laughs> like just yeah, check like, the start date. Just, are you just that good? Because yeah. I am not. I have to no. look at the calendar. Like I did not realize it was the 12th until just now because I looked yeah, down. So um, he's talking about how this particular ship that they're on, everyone is brutal and he thinks it has something to do with the ion storm. Um and then that's when Kyle is kind of explaining to evil Spock. They're still on the transporter pad at this point. Um, Cause it's captain's logs are always like a narrative. So I want you guys to know, like we never see Kirk give a captain's log. He's yeah. always just narrating the scene. Um, and then Kyle is saying something like this thing happened, this ion storm happened and it wasn't my fucking fault. And but Spock's like, but was it your fault? Yeah, but I feel like it probably was your fault. Yeah. Um, hmm. and he's like, uh, Captain, that seemed like a like. How do you feel? Like, does everything feel okay? And Kirk's just like, Oh no, that was a pretty rough uh, beam up. I guess that Bones needs to take a look at us all, and we're gonna go do that. Okay, bye now. God, and we're gonna leave all together. Okay, bye. We're all just the four of us. No, that's I just, just we're just yeah. going. I'm just going by. So they're walking down to Sick Bay, and everybody they're passing is flat Earth Nazi saluting them, and it's just like so uncomfortable because they're just they all they all do look uncomfortable about it too. Yeah, yeah they they know what what they're doing. They they know yeah. what this is. They're like so. Uh, yeah. I like this. Uh, so they're in Sick Bay, uh-huh. and they're all like. They're, they're alone. Sick Bay is completely like everything's kind of like fucked up a little bit. Everything looks all disarray. It's all yeah disorganized. And they're there's like, Lincoln uh, logs just spread across the table. Yeah, there's like chemicals spilled out everywhere. It's and they're just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, Bones is like it's like our ship, but everything's different. If yeah, yeah, it's and, our ship, but it's not. It's not our ship. 
Yeah. And everybody is kind of talking about how they're feeling like they did. They all felt dizzy, I guess. I guess Kirk's the only one who brings it up. But then everyone else is like, yeah, I did feel dizzy. Yeah, I did. I also I also saw a ghost. I also, yes, I definitely, exactly. <laughs> it was a very leading question. Yeah, yeah me too. I also, I, I saw that. I felt that. Yeah, I totally did. Am I cool yet? Yeah, I'm cool. Am I cool now? Um, and so they, Scotty decides that maybe it had something to do with the ion storm. I don't know. Like every fucking other thing has ever happened in this show. Maybe it had something to do with the ion storm. <sighs> so. Learn from the show. Don't fuck with ion storm. Just don't be out don't in be them. What ion storm getting anywhere fucking near you? Go to your ship. Just leave. And just, yeah, well, you can leave. If if you have to go back, just sit there. Just wait it out. Don't don't no. go don't be <laughs> in it. Don't definitely try to transport fucking in it. What are you fucking thinking? No technology. Okay. No. None. None no. in an ion storm. It's not, not safe. Yet. Um, so if the Kirk makes this giant leap that they must be in some sort of parallel universe to their own. Um, and that that must mean that the other sides of them are on their ship. Right. And asking the same questions that they're asking. That's, that's what makes sense to Kirk, which I guess like if I'm in that situation, I'm going to be like, this must be a parallel universe because nothing makes sense. I, 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 I don't know if I would have jumped to that conclusion. Would you I feel like, I I think I would have been like something happened to my crew. I have to fix it because that's what happens in oh. every other episode. Yeah, of Star Trek. It you could have been like, are they all gaslighting me? Am I getting punked? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> am I getting punked? Is, that what is Ashton is? Kutcher here? <laughs> like, what is this? You youngins who don't even know what that is, <laughs> just Google it. Um, uh, but yeah. like every other problem that they've had, it's been like something that was wrong that had to be fixed internally and not externally but kirk automatically jumps to this conclusion that it must be something uh parallel universe parallel well i mean he spent he spent all that time in the other and this parallel universe by the way works way differently than the other parallel universe that we dealt with (laughs) previously for for some reason he jumped (laughs) to that conclusion and Luckily, it happens to be the right one. That would have been hilarious if he would have jumped to that conclusion and they would have done all this shit. And they were like, that's not even what's happening here. Like, this there's is. A, there's a, a shared hallucination on the ship that yeah. was caused like, by a virus. Gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of gas on the ship the that made every storm caused a gas leak that made people feel like they were evil and brutal. So, yeah. And um, like, it, uh, caused a time. Sh- Again, there's all sorts of anyway. No, no. Jump to the parallel universe conclusion. That's what it is. And it is correct. Um, so Scotty decides that he's just gonna go fuck some shit up. He's gonna figure it out. He's gonna look at engineering shit and and see what's going on. Um and we're seeing Ahura in all of her outfit glory right now. And this is where you really notice she's got these earrings that I think Carrie really likes. Ooh, I'm so I'm a huge fan of the neon hoops. I don't I I I love all earrings. If you can make yeah. something dangle and be ridiculous, I yeah. love it. Sarah loves it. These ones are like there's a circle and then there's a circle and then there's a circle and they're all dangling so they all spin kind of like um a, a solar system almost. And there's like a coin in the middle. They're beautiful. I love I, and they're I love gold. Earrings. 
And I do feel sad that it is evil Uhura that is wearing those because those are absolutely the ones that I would choose. <laughs> those are what she should just wear. Yeah, great. And then she has like a, a snake armband, also gold. Very Cleopatra-esque. Very Cleopatra-esque. Yeah. And it's, it's like, and I, <laughs> here's the joke I made. It's because she's such a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and for Carrie to make a snake pun. <laughs> yeah. I don't care for snakes. I think that they're dwarves. <laughs> but because she's a badass. Um, she she actually in this episode, as much as so there's a lot of things I don't like about sexism in this episode, I will give her that she's a fucking badass. Yeah, she kicks ass, takes names she, later. Fucking dude, badass. She's a badass. So <laughs> right now. Well, yeah, this part I don't care for, especially when you see how strong she is later. So she's like, basically, Kirk tells her she needs to go to the bridge and do her communications job and figure out what the fuck they're like on this starship. And and he needs her to do this, which, by the way, never comes up later that any of this information she would be gathering is useful. But she has to go do it. And she looks a little nervous and he like walks over to her and he stands in front of her. But Captain, he, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid. And he puts a hand on each of her fucking shoulders. And he kind of like holds her there. And then he's like, you can do this. And only you can do this. And, uh, and I'll be here if you need me. And she's just like, yeah. okay. And like, I think it would have been a really nice pep talk. Like, I'm here for you if you need anything. Like, it would have been great if he didn't have to walk over to her stand in front of her and then touch her and like hold her at a very like they were going to be making out like it was a very close interaction yeah and also i mean what we see from ahura later that just it doesn't make a lot of sense no she doesn't seem scared she like Mm -hmm. at no point seems like she doesn't know that she can take care of herself so like i I don't know. It just, I just, it felt it's strange. Yeah, it was bad writing on that one. And so she leaves to go fucking do her job. And because she's good at her fucking job. And Kirk and Bones stay behind and they're like searching through all of these Lincoln logs that are scattered across the table so they can like learn things from them. And we go to the bridge and there's evil Sulu and evil Chekhov. And they're sitting next to each other where they always are. And Sulu has like this terrible, it's so bad, like this awful scar. And I don't mean like. I genuinely think that I could put better fake scars on anybody with clay and foundation. It's it's very bad. It's not the right color. And you can see where it gets soft, like it's flat and soft and then it goes to his actual skin like and it's yeah, just like there's, there's ridges from um, it and there yeah. it's just the whole thing is really clunky it's very well he also has like really thick foundation on the rest of his face which sulu never and i feel like this maybe part of being in this alternate universe is that your face is really cakey looking yeah because it that seems like a a lot of even Spock kind of has like this cakey looking foundation on his face. <laughs> so um evil Sulu approaches Ahura and I'm going to put a slight trigger warning on this. It's really 
Like, I just want everyone to know that Ahura is going to take care of herself, but it is an uncomfortable situation if you don't know. It's icky. It's icky. Um, so Sulu pushes himself up against, like, her, her panel where she sits and does all of her work. And he says, have you changed your mind yet, Ahura, about, you know, us or whatever? And she's just like, you're away from your post, Mr. Sulu. And he's yeah. like... Well, there's no Captain or Spock around to save you, which this is where the trigger warning goes, because that is an awful thing to say to somebody when the cat's away and that's all he gets out. And she fucking just smacks him. Like She just flat out is just like, fuck you. Like, and he looks like he's going to do something. And then Kirk walks in, which when I first watched it, it felt very much like Kirk came in and saved the day. Like, but in this now that I know Ahura, I know that she has a dagger in her boot, and I know that she knows she has a dagger in her boot, and I don't think that would have ended well for Sulu if he kept that going. Shot is what that fucking was. The slap <laughs> is the warning shot, because it happens again later. The slap is the warning shot. Mm-hmm. You get one. You get one. You get then one. the dagger comes out. So, like, I know... <laughs> I know she would have been okay. It is still very uncomfortable. Yeah, we did not know that, and again... Sarah's the first watch through, you think the only reason that Sulu backs off isn't because Ahura is fucking threatening as all fucking hell. Yeah. It's because a stronger man walks in to save her. Yeah. Which is, yeah, is technically what happened. But it's a little bit better knowing that, because Kirk doesn't walk in and immediately go to her, her rescue or anything. No. He walks over to her and he gets an update and she says, she whispers to him, basically, they're going to kill the planet. Like, that's like their plan or whatever. Well, that's that's your orders. You have that's your orders. It. And yeah. there's no from from Starfleet yeah. from and from Empire. I don't think oh. we pointed that out yet. It's not. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not Starfleet, uh, the Federation. It's the Empire. Starfleet. The Empire. The whole thing is an empire. And it, we're going to get into deets about how shitty it is later. but. She's like, yeah, um, so basically your orders are to blow up this planet and there's nothing you can do. Like, there's no yeah. alternatives. They've given you none. You can take none. That's your orders. And so he, like, nods his head to her and he goes and he sits down and Sulu's like, uh, we have a clear shot. Should we fire? And he's like, stand by. And then we cut scene. And this is a very <laughs> short scene of Scotty walking down the hallway and he almost gets caught. By because he's going to like fuck shit up in engineering. That's what Scotty's gonna go do. Like he's walking into the door and the door (laughs) opens and there's a man just standing right there with his arms crossed. He's like, "What you doing? Yeah, what you doing?" And Scotty's like, "Oh, uh, I was uh, sent by the captain to go do some shit in here." And he's like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna have to run that by uh, like security captain Sulu." And he's like, and then Scotty's like, "Oh, um, well." JK, JK, like I'll I'll figure it all out. Don't worry about me. And yeah. so like the door closes and, and Scotty walks like two feet away and calls Kirk and says, um, he calls with the phaser report and he says there's no damage. And Kirk's like, okay. Ah shit. They're not he, sabotaged. Yeah. So Ooh. I think I it was like very much in code that no one told me was going to be a code. But <laughs> Kirk got it. Kirk was just yeah. like cool Kirk out um and Spock has entered 
And he's like, well, our original target is now out of range. Uh, so we should correct orbit and, and fire on the new position. Right. And Kirk's like, no, no, not yet. Like, hold on. Um, he's like, Uhura, call down to the planet. And Spock's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Like, this is not our fucking orders. <laughs> like, no, not our mission, brah. Yeah. Uh, you're disobeying the Empire, basically. And But Uhura does call down. And Kirk's, like, trying to explain it away. He's like, well, it's a new race, and, like, maybe things, and I don't know. Like We just don't need their dilithium, dilithium crystals. Maybe there's more they can offer us. Like, yeah. we have any, like, maybe their blood is actually valuable to us. We don't know shit about these guys. They could actually be really fucking cool. Maybe they cure cancer. Who knows? Because I'm no. sure we haven't found that cure yet. Obviously. But he's he's trying like pretty much anything he can pull out to be justifying why he didn't kill these because he's obeying Empire orders currently, which is not cool. No excuses. Yeah. Yeah. So um the the new target is slowly moving out of range and they're like, Well, what are we gonna do? And he's like, I'm like just okay, so the planet they've called down to the planet and before he has to give an order on that, he says, like, hey, guys, like, I think it's not very smart of you to not share your dilithium crystals with us. Um, and they're like, he says, you have 12 hours to figure your shit out. And it's that old guy again. And this is so this is a parallel universe where everyone on the Enterprise is a barbarian. But what, these guys are no fucking different. So the no. people on the planet, they look older now. Maybe that's just the difference. Yeah. They're just the guy, older. The guy looked dirtier and older and like haggard. Yeah. It's like they, any line he had, they filled, they contoured. They yeah, were like, they, let's get some, some bronzer put, in there. Yeah, they put like brown eyeliner pencil and yeah. just like drew a straight forehead wrinkles. And, and they lightly blended. Eye, baggle, it, it, baggle. They baggled it. <laughs> they baggled it. They packled it. Um, and like his nose was super, it was like Sarah said, kind of, it, it could have been contour, except for it was gray. Like it just, it, it, I don't know. And and maybe we were supposed to be like figuring out, like maybe these are not peaceful people. Maybe they're warring people. And they were like, no, you could use this as peaceful and we can't let you do that. I don't know. I'm reaching. But that, yeah, because that's 100% not no. They seem exactly the same because they say but, but dirtier. Even, yeah, but dirtier. They seem the same, but like old and haggard. Yeah. <laughs> Which I get. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also yeah. old and haggard sometimes. Boy, am I old and haggard. <laughs> but uh, uh, he says you could give us 12 years and it would make no difference. Yeah. So like it feels like a very similar situation. Yeah, like not giving in. No matter what, like. Yeah, I, I'm gonna guess that they're trying to be opposite, like they're a warfaring people, and that's why he looks so shitty. Because I don't think war is like a beauty routine. I think it's probably really shitty. They couldn't have just the, if that were what like, you're reaching, and I appreciate that I about I'm you so hard. That's, <laughs> I that's, I appreciate about you. That's what I appreciate about you. Um, I feel like if that were the case, they could have just added one line that was like, you might use these for peaceful things, and we yeah. just can't have that. Like, yeah. that but they, they don't. They don't do that. So, yeah, they're basically like, you got 12 hours, and dude's like, it doesn't matter how long you give us. Like, it, the answer's still no. Like, it's, it's never going to be yes. 
don't even don't. So uh, Kirk, that's Kirk out. Like that's the end of this scene kind of, but Chekhov like is noticing that something's off. So he hits these two buttons on his panel and he gets in the elevator with Kirk to leave. Um, And Spock says that he's going to have to report the captain. And uh, Kirk's like, okay, we'll do what you got to do. I got to go. Bye. And he's in the elevator with Chekhov. And the elevator's door, the elevator doors open, and the best fucking oh, scene. <laughs> I have waited an entire season for this. <laughs> he Ooh. just the doors open, and there's Kirk, and then just some guy enters the scene and fucking like <laughs> fucking just smacks him in the face, like like open palm up. Wrecks him straight in the fucking face. So, and it's like you, you have no idea who did. It. I still, I don't even know who did it. Doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Elevator doors open. It's Kirk's dumb face, and somebody fucking decks him, and he <laughs> like falls back, and he's oh, bleeding, and it's, it's oh, it's so good. It's so fucking good. Um, and then there's a muscle tussle. <laughs> yeah, and uh. Basically, it turns out that this is where Chekhov, evil Chekhov, gives off his whole plan. He's like an evil villain. He's like, um, I'm going to assassinate you, basically, with my henchmen here. And then we get a captain's log after what I assume is a commercial break, just in case you came in on the commercials and you needed like a recap of what yeah. happened before them. Uh-huh. Where he says, I'm on this enterprise where turns out people hire henchmen to assassinate other people so that they can raise up in the ranks. So Chekhov's dog the dog. It's fucking doggy dog. Yeah. Chekhov's the captain now. Yeah. But there's, <laughs> there's more muscle tussling, and somehow Kirk and this one guy that decides to change teams at the last minute take out all the other guys. And so this guy check that's off. also except for Chekhov, except for Chekhov, they don't kill him. But there's like all these guys in blue jumpsuits, and one of them starts just like killing his buddies. He's just like, "You're dead, yeah. and you're dead, and you're dead." But not Chekhov. He just gets punched yeah. in the face by Kirk. You're cool. You're cool. You don't get. You don't get yeah. that. You're cool. Um, fuck and you. fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. Exactly. Uh, so then some other guys in blue jumpsuits enter and they're like what's going on here and the guy that phasered them he's just like i did your jobs like i'm cool yeah, right don't, don't kill me because i was yeah. doing i was being you don't i kill protect me. i protected captain kirk right kirk right yeah. right right and kirk's like yeah he he did i guess like what do you want like a promotion or something and the guy's like fuck yeah i want a promotion that's exactly what i want holy yeah. shit <laughs> and then and then Kirk's like, well, you're hired. Maybe even someday you'll be captain. And the guy's like, yeah. And then Kirk punches him in the fucking face. And, and he's, he's like, like, not on my ship. Not bitch. on my ship. And then he like wipes some blood off his lip. Yeah. It's all cool. And Ooh. so the other guys get Chekhov. And he's all like woozy because he got beat up. And they're like, should we take him to the booth? And Kirk's like, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just take him yeah. to the booth. Take him to the it fucking booth. So it far, can't be that bad. This place seems pretty great, so go ahead and do that thing that you just said that I'm sure is probably fine. Probably fine. Even to the booth. So, so we go to a new scene where uh, this is actually like a super intimate gesture. 
and it has created this one simple moment has created an entire head cannon that I'm, yeah. I'm going to explain to you. Which Carrie agrees with. Possibly. I don't disagree with it, honestly. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to me, but it's going to reignite Sarah's love of bones. It is. It I is think. going to reignite my love of bones. But here's, hear me out, guys. Hear me out. <laughs> Kirk walks into this room and bones very gently and very intimately gently. wipes wipes some blood off of his lip and he and goes reaches out to his face and he like yeah. thumbs it off and he's like what happened like what's this what is, what is this and he knows he knows it's blood he what knows and kirk doesn't like flinch away or be like why are you touching my face bro yeah. like this is weird he like lets yeah. him do it he doesn't even say no homo yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it's so fucking sweet <laughs> like i I know that it was probably nothing, but in in my heart of hearts, I also know that Bones is like so deeply in love with Kirk. Like um, they like to the point where he like he knows they're never gonna be together. He knows that maybe Kirk doesn't feel the same way about him. I I'm I'm gonna pause for a second because I feel like I possibly encouraged Sarah with this idea because I came up with the, again, fan canon, that that's why he's so mean to Spock. Yes. Because he's, he knows he's never going to be Spock. Kirk isn't in love with anybody because he's, you know, a man's man. Kirk. But mm. he respects and admires and appreciates Spock so much. And I think Bones is kind of jelly. Like he's, yeah. I really think, and that's why he's so mean to Spock. It's not because... He's actually like speciesist, but I think he's jelly. Jelly. This is, it's so good, guys. It's so fucking good. Just Bones is in love with Kirk and he is like. Unrequited love. <laughs> moving on. Uh, so I, Kirk's explaining like, okay, so this is how people move up here. Chekhov did this. Sulu is some kind of Gustavo. What's a Gustavo, Carrie? nazi germany the gestapo were the nazi police oh that makes way more sense because i didn't actually i should know but i have yeah, i'm very that's actually the gestapo and you, you'll see it thrown around a lot about american politics there's no gestapo here i mean actually when we got into the blm protests because it's like the gestapo had ultimate authority like they did whatever they thought were in orders and that was like the people that rounded up the Jews and the gays. So we kind of have Gustavo here is what you're saying. And we don't have, not have it. We don't not have it. And so, okay, I'm back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kirk has, uh, he's talking to the computer and the computer is not Christine, our beautiful magical. It's not her. It's, um, it's a boy. It's a boy computer because the opposite of a girl is a boy. And not have genders. (laughs) Because there's only two of them. There's only two genders. <laughs> and since the other gender was a girl, the opposite is a boy. I it must be a boy. <laughs> and again, this is something I have learned just within the last few years. So I get that they probably didn't know that then. <laughs> Why? Someone sure did. It existed. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Thinking. Yes. I'm just, just saying society. 
Society yeah. was not as aware. So the person was not acknowledging shit. Yeah. The person who, yeah, who wrote this episode was probably like, very simple. Let's just boil this all down. What do yeah. we get? Boy, girl. What's yeah. the opposite? The other one. Done. Or this computer <laughs> that we are genderizing. Yeah, we are, we will We're super fucking mad about Mr. Potato Head. Like, why can't, why can't it just have been a voice? Yeah. (laughs) Why give it a gender? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, it had a gender, and now it's, okay, so I figured it out. Okay. It's actually just the opposite octave. (laughs) It's just, like, the opposite sound. So instead of being high, it's low. (laughs) I don't believe you. That's not right. It says male voice. Computer. Yeah, I bet you that's exactly what. Oh, right, because the computer on the other reality is a girl. It's a female voice. Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. So Kirk poses this hypothesis to the computer, and he says, so say that there's an ion storm. Could uh, we maybe have been interdimensionalized? And the thing's like, yep. I made that word up, by the way. He used more words. And then they're like, so could that mean that we're swapped and the other ones are on our ship? And it's like, yep. yep. And he's like, okay, so like, could we like do it again if we wanted to? And the computer's yeah. like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so he's like, Scotty, can you do this thing that the computer hasn't given you any information on how to do? Yeah. The computer said, yep. So I assume <laughs> you probably could do it, right? But you, but you can do it, right, Scotty? And Scotty's like, I don't know. I'm going to need a lot of help. And we get another iconic, I'm a doctor, not an engineer from Bones. I'm a doctor. No. I mean, frankly, <laughs> doctors are engineers just of the human body. It's the it's same. True. It's all the fucking same. Building, body, just know what it's composed of. And you can yeah. probably fix it. You Wires, fix veins. Done. You fix the fucking lava monster. I, I again, I... That was engineering. There was concrete involved. Yeah. Tell me that wasn't engineering. Yeah. But he's not an engineer. He's a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. So Bones asked Kirk, he's like, he's like, what kind of people do you think we are here? And Kirk's like, I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. And the, he asked the computer like, Hey, what am I like here? And he's like, Oh, well, file. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, Captain Kirk killed Captain Pike to become captain, and he did all this other terrible stuff that is basically the opposite of things he's done in other episodes. Uh, he said They said that he, he you won in the battle of some, Pike. So I think he killed Pike. So here's it doesn't actually make sense as to how Kirk knew Pike to take over the Enterprise. In this, I'm sure it does in this universe somewhere, but the, I don't think there's a tie-in to our universe as to how that happened. Because in our universe, Kirk and Pike didn't meet until after the Menagerie. Because he met him in the Menagerie because Spock needed to go there to take care of him because Spock knew Pike. Well, maybe they're trying to like be like, in this alternate universe, um, Pike was only the captain for this long and then you killed him and yeah. the entry never happened. Yeah. And it's something then, like that. Yeah, but you're we, the captain. He's, 
you're the captain now and you're a bad guy. Um, and then Scotty re-enters the scene. He was just sitting off to the side, figuring out if he could do this. And he's like, yes, I can do this. <laughs> like, yeah. We're back. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Um, and he's like, he says some science talk, which I didn't write down. And he's like, but Sulu's going to see that I do this. And this is where, again, my like hackles went up. And I was like, I don't know if I like this. Because he was like, oh, well, we'll just have Ahura cause a distraction for Sulu. It's so gross. And I just knew right there. I was like, I'm not going to like this. I ended up being better than I thought it was going to be. It was. It was, but it's still not great. Um, so everyone goes uh, back to what they were doing. And they're, they're, it's kind of like talking about, well, what do you think's happening on our ship now that the bad guys are there? And then we go to the real ship where Kirk is throwing a fucking fit in the hall. And he's he's wearing the wraparound shirt. Everyone's wearing normal Starfleet uniform thrown a fucking fit like a big old baby he's basically doing like the dead weight thing where he's like no but he's like you need to listen to me and these two red shirt dudes are just dragging him down the hall like okay buddy all right i'm so mad about this and then the two red shirts throw him into a room where evil ahura and Evil Bones and Evil Scotty are all there, and they just all start yelling at the same time. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I'm so mad," and he's like, he's being real speciesist to Spock, and he's like, "I'm gonna hang you up by your Vulcan ears," and blah blah blah. And then he tries to bribe him. He's like, "What's it gonna take to buy you? What's it gonna take, Spock? I can do anything. I could do whatever. Like, where's no. my guard? Where's Spock? Is where's- like- fascinating." <laughs> Fascinating. It's like, where's your beard? And Spark's like, I don't know how to answer these questions you have. I couldn't answer these if I tried. I have no answers. I'm going to investigate and I'll let you know. (laughs) Which, by the way, that's the last we, like, I assume that Spock was trying on the other end, but like, (laughs) nothing matters. Um, Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't fucking matter. We go back to the bad ship. And we find Chekhov in agony in a booth. And he's just like screaming. And lights glowing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Spock is talking to Kirk and he's like, hey, you did a good job not dying. Um, Like, I didn't want to be captain. So thank you for figuring that shit out. Uh, And then somebody asked Kirk, are we going to do the full duration on this thing? Like, is that what we're doing? It might even have been Spock. And Kirk's like, well, I haven't really decided. And yeah, I don't know. And Spock says, uh, well, the act, his actions uh, deserve death. Like, according to anything that we've ever decided on this terrible alternate universe where we're barbaric shit people uh, he gotta die he gotta die and uh and kirk's like i haven't decided yet <laughs> and this is where spock's like listen dude you are defying the orders of the the empire um and that's like pretty sus it's pretty sus yeah. Playing a lot of Among Us. It's pretty sus. Yeah. 
And uh, Kirk's like, is that a threat? And he's like, well, it's just facts. It's yeah, just like, what's happening. It's fucking weird. And I'm noticing and like, I should yeah. probably tell on you because you're being real fucking weird. And then Kirk's like, well, uh, don't get too big for your britches because I'm powerful and I will fuck you up. And Kirk is like, or Spock's like, uh, also, don't forget the same. I, too, am formidable. I'm a formidable inner enemy. In an enemy. In an enemy. Basically, are just like, I'm tough. Well, yeah, me, too. Me, too. And then Spock says that he is displaying inexplicable behavior. Um, but then he leaves. He's like, fine. They threaten each other and he leaves. I'm leaving. I'm Audi. Fuck oh. you. Uh, and this, this is where some guy in a really tight blue suit, like, <laughs> it was not made for him. It was made for a guy, like, a size smaller, but he had yeah, to wear it. Because he had, like, food poisoning because it was the 60s and he ate something weird with jello and fish in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this guy's here now, and he's like, order. Uh, and then he says, release Chekhov, confine him to his quarters. Like, obviously, he's not going to keep torturing Chekhov oh, till he dies. Oh. That's bad. We go to some guy standing guard, um, and then Bones and Scotty ambush him and sedate him. And he's going to be out for, like, six hours. And so then they climb up this ladder together. Um, and Scotty starts like pushing some buttons on a wall outside this ladder room behind them. They climb up the ladder and I don't, I've never seen this. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me behind them. There's a screen that's like a kind of a grate and you can see all of these people doing things and they're just up there standing. like nobody's supposed to be in that room and they're not like hunched over. They're not lying on their bellies. They're just like, yeah. Not talking. They're just slowly like while doing walking like, through it, this room. If if there were a room in my house that was not supposed up. to have people in it and it was up and it was great and I saw somebody in it, I would not stay oh. silent. I would I would have a problem. It was exposed. <laughs> like they, they, could, they oh, could be seen. It's so weird. There were definitely there were like seven people down. You think one of them doesn't turn around at any point <laughs> and look up? <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're being real sneaky. And we go to Kirk entering his quarters. And here's another, I'm not going to put a trigger warning on this because this scene started out like I could have been so uncomfortable. And even rewatching, I'm just like, I like her. <laughs> like yeah. this, I like this chick. I like what she stands for. She's not in a great situation, but like no. pretty much everything else, I I was in what she's got. Yeah, she's Maybe working, she's working it. Yeah, she's working it. So Kirk enters the room, and there's just a super hot chick asleep on the bed, and she's doing the thing. She's asleep on her back, and she has like her hand by her head in like the perfect sleeping yeah. beauty position, uh, and she's not snoring, which I don't know about you guys. But if I am asleep on my back, I am snoring. Pretty much anybody <laughs> sleeping on their back is going to snore. But You're going to snore. She loudly was... breathe. It's maybe not yeah. even snoring. It's maybe just like loud breathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People have those little things. We got flap. Like, we got flap yeah, there. We got flaps. <laughs> flaps. Flaps. But she's um, sleeping beauty. And he walks in and she goes, 
I must have fallen asleep. Yes, and she does her stretch and stretch. And she, yeah. then she, like, pulls out some drinks from the yeah. wall. And she's like... Yeah, she stands up and she's like, let's drink. It's like, yeah. She <laughs> says, it was a long day in the Kim lab, cleaning up after the ion storm. And I hear you had a long day too. Let's talk about it. I just woke up. Let's get drunk. Let's get drunk. <laughs> she's actually, she's kind of spectacular. And she is so beautiful. Like She's so pretty. She's very um, and great hair. Yeah, hair- she's- she has, I, I could tell from watching, she had naturally very thick, beautiful black hair. And then they put this beautiful black weave on top of it. Yeah. Like, they pinned it all and it didn't look like, like Janice's looked fake. Janice's, all, Janice's weave always looked really fake and stupid. Well, it was a legit weave. <laughs> yeah, it was the basket weave. Yeah. We had the lit, legit basket. But... Um, this woman's it it just looks like it's beehived and braids are kind of going around like it's it's intricate but it doesn't look like it's not her hair and it doesn't look like it could be plastic yeah it's not like obviously a wig in this scene yeah eventually at one point it's very obviously a wig but like here it looks very good yeah um and she says i heard what happened with Chekhov," and he's like well, like he just like starts playing along, which is where I thought this was going to get really uncomfortable. And somehow it didn't get as bad as I thought it would. Um, and he says, uh, he took a gamble and I won. And she's like, well, I'm surprised he caught you off guard. And he says, I was a bit preoccupied. And she starts going into like, oh, you have these plans. Are you going to be Admiral? The cabinet? And he's like, even further if I can. Like, I don't yeah. think he knows what the fuck she's talking oh, about. He has no clue. <laughs> he's just like, what is, what is it? How is an empire evilist? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, further. Yeah. <laughs> more. So, I want more. I want more. Um, and so she's like, she gets real into it and then they like smooch and it's not as uncomfortable as I thought no, the smooch was going to be. It's, it's a little peck. It's like a, yeah. It's like, well, if I am to be the woman of a Caesar, shouldn't I know what you're planning? And then they kiss again. And then Spock calls. And like, I, one, I don't like that her role very much is as the woman of anyone. I don't like that. No, it, it does suck. But Sarah and I already discussed this. I think that um, what they're trying to do is show how sexist they could be. Like, they're like, sexist as we could be. Yeah, we are so progressive for our time. Um, everybody gets their own jobs. <laughs> this they they make it basically like in, in conversations. I think that are going to come. Essentially, she is sleeping her way up the ranks for protection. Protection. I I can't say I wouldn't do. Honestly, I think I probably would. I would love to be like I'm the smart, powerful woman who makes my own way. But you know what? If you're that hot and you can do it. Mm, I think it's very much a like obviously in an ideal world you wouldn't have to and like and if you do want to if that's like what gets you going fine i think the problem is in a world where a woman has to compromise her values if those were her values 
in order to be protected, that's when it becomes a problem. <laughs> she does seem pretty into it. She it, is. She seems very okay with, yeah, what she is doing. Her which lot in life does not disappoint her. I mean, maybe it does in when she's in bed alone, alone. Night, night. but yeah. everything that we see about her, she's like, all right, well, uh, this is what I do. So, well, we have to assume that she is also kind of a barbaric version of whoever she would be in the other universe. Yeah. So if that's the case, her probably like, no, she wants out. She fucking wants out. She She absolutely does. So like, I don't know. I can't even, I can't argue it. It is, it is still uncomfortable. Um, And I'm still going to put a trigger warning just for the whole situation, but it's pretty, it is uncomfortable. It's definitely like she has made the best of the world she was given. Yes. Um, but, you know, again, spoilers, she definitely sees an alternative and is like, holy shit. That's better. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Any alternative. I don't even know where we're going. <laughs> I don't even know. This guy seems like so much less of a dick. Let's go there. Yeah, let's go there. Uh, but then he gets a he gets a call from Spock. And Spock is like, so I am breaching protocol just to tell you this, but I've got orders from Enterprise. And if you don't kill everyone on the planet like you're supposed to, I have to kill you. And then I'm going to be captain. And then I am going to be captain. That's really not what I want. Like Kirk yeah. just, or Spock and, just. And also, to- then I'm going to kill the planet. Like there's like, yeah, if you I'm- don't do it. Like they're still gonna die, but then I kill you and I'm the captain, which I already I, told I don't want that. I don't want I to don't, be the captain. I want to just do my science and be happy doing my science because somehow Spock's not all that different. He's a little he, more brutal, but like I think he's. I mean, maybe what what his point is like logic is definitely largely the same, but you can't help but be swayed by. The current logic of what's happening, like the large the yeah. logical arguments, because it's like Still. philosophy. So if you just like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it is. And I, I he's he's basically like, yeah, dude. Um, <sighs> I I shouldn't be calling you, but I'm going to because I really fucking don't want to be captain. Just um, don't want it, and I don't, I don't want, want Sulu. Yeah, and Sulu <laughs> is like the next in line, and that guy's fucking awful. Like he's he the fucking sucks. worst. And, and I have to die. And, yeah, and he's gonna kill me. Like if 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 I become captain, he's gonna try to kill me because that dude's really power hungry. I mean, we've yeah. seen him. We've seen him. He's 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 a douchebag. He sucks. The star that sucks. He's awful. So I'm gonna. I'm telling you this, uh, not because we're like friends or anything, but because I really don't want to be captain. Don't and I want really it. Don't want to fucking deal with Sulu. <laughs> Fuck no. So. If you don't blow up that planet, which you're totally supposed to do, um, I'm I'm gonna kill you, and then I'm gonna blow up the planet. Then blow so, up the planet. So, like they're <laughs> gonna die either way. So maybe you should just blow up the planet. And then we get a captain's log with another unknown star date, which is so fucking stupid. Okay. Still, because he could just ask. Look at the bottom um, right of the computer screen. It's right fucking <laughs> it's there. Right there. That's a star date. 45 p.m. on 3-12-2021. Done. Captain's log star date. So easy. Um, so he is uh, discussing uh, all of these, like the, and just so you guys know, the captain's log is just a recap of everything. I'm not going to tell you. It's a commercial break. 
it's a commercial break. Uh, we have a discussion between him and this very beautiful woman whose name we didn't get yet. Her name is Marlena. So he's talking about his plans with this very beautiful woman named Marlena. And uh, she's like, well, we need to get Spock out of the way. Like, and he's like, well, I don't, I'm not going to kill him. And she's like, okay, do you want me to activate Tantalus, though? And we don't know what Tantalus is, and neither does he. She calls it the Tantalus field. And he looks confused, and she's like, well, even just to monitor him, like, wouldn't you want to do that? And by yeah. the way, she's still drinking. She has, like, another yep. drink in her hand. <laughs> yep. All the time. She's so great. After my own heart is what the idea is. She's spectacular. Um, and he says, oh, yeah, definitely to monitor. So she goes over to this picture on the wall. She hits a button and it slides up. And you see a TV with all these little switches next to it. And what you find out is a button that looks fucking nothing like a goddamn button. No. There's like there's two <laughs> dials right right under this uh, 19, I don't know. 53 television screen it's just like a monitor it's squarish uh there's two dials and there's a button that is up down toggle switch that's yeah. how you um turn it on and off yeah because obviously you toggle switch things on and off and then Duh. up in the upper right hand corner is it kind of almost looks like a ouija board cut out. <laughs> like a planchette yes. a planchette a planchette <laughs> uh, but instead of being nice it's most likely a uh, paper mache uh with a gem inside of it like a it's turquoise gem it's like painted uh gray not even silver painted gray yeah. with like a fake emerald in like set yeah. in that it's not even a button though like it's like yeah. flesh with it yeah but she's like and I can just push this button and kill him. But she, but for that, she actually says, um, I hate this machine. And he's like, well, it's not so bad. And she says, well, of course you don't think it's so bad. It's what made you captain. And she's like, how many men do you think you've killed with this? Like 50? 100? 100? 100. So many men. She's like kind of weirdly into how many people he's killed with it at the touch of a button. Yeah, like, it, she's straddling the line between this makes you a monster and uh, you're my daddy. Like, she's really yeah. good. And we're not going to kink shame. Like, no, not, not I'm into, but, but she is. She's straddling that line. That's, and that's, yeah. again, it's not kink shaming. It's just there's there's two different places. And then there's where they somehow meet. It's like the Venn diagram. Hey, guys. It's future, Sarah. I just wanted to uh, jump in here to say that maybe when I was drunk, I wasn't going to kink shame, but sober listening to this, I think it's pretty safe to kink shame somebody who gets off on a machine that kills people. Like, just to, like, there's levels. There's levels, guys. Come on. She's, yeah, she's in the middle. She's the, she's the overlapping circle of who's your daddy and that's immoral you monster yeah he's <laughs> where they overlap I, i'm sure she has some childhood trauma that explains whatever she's feeling right now doesn't come on <laughs> so 
Uh, we're making light of that. We probably shouldn't, but we're moving on because we're, <laughs> we got to do this. Um, she says that this is some sort of stolen alien tech. It's like she's explaining to him stuff he already knows in a way that maybe doesn't seem like she's explaining it to him. <laughs> maybe also Kirk drinks a lot and she's had to do this before. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, here you okay. go again. <laughs> do they <laughs> You're just not drunk enough to remember how this works. This is the machine that you used to kill everybody and you stole it from some other alien race yeah. and nobody knows you have it, but it makes you essentially omnipotent. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, I'm just taking advantage of the opportunities that are given to me. Yeah. And I so... Cool with it. Yeah. Uh, they decide not to kill Spock, who they're looking at on this TV at the time. And so she like closes the tv and like a little thing comes down and uh she like leaves the room at this point after they decide not to kill spock and it is like the best exit i think i've seen in star trek yet she like walks out with her drink in her hand and she's already kind of she's wearing I don't actually remember this outfit that well, but like it's, I know that her, her is, but it's blue. Yeah, and her hips are like swaying yeah. as she leaves the room and looks over her shoulder with her drink in her hand, and then the door closes behind her, and it's super hot. She sashays away. She sashayed away, one hundred percent. Um, so he calls Scotty, and he's like, "Hey, look, I've only got like three hours, and Spock's gonna kill me." And Scotty's like, oh, funny story. I've got a whole other deadline for you. We have like a half yeah. hour at most. Yeah, because That's a huge deadline at three hours. But <laughs> yeah, oh, we've, yeah. we've actually got half an hour. We've so. got half an hour because of physics. I don't know. Um, and Interdimensional so, physics. We just yeah. don't understand it. We, we don't, don't understand. Better. And Kirk's like, well, what if we miss that? Because I need more than a half hour to do what I'm planning on doing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <I've> got- <laughs> um, and he's like, well, it's gonna be like a century. And then Kirk puts his dick away. Yep. And <laughs> they decide to meet oh, in the transporter room. Shut the fuck up. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Fuck you. You know what he was thinking though. He was well, like, no, he oh. was, but he needs more than half an hour. Oh. Bullshit. 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 I'm calling bullshit. You're calling. Well, I mean, because then he has to clean up and then go again and like try not to look. I'll give him 10 minutes. (laughs) 10 minutes. I mean, ideally. (laughs) The best lover. Like. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's the future. Who knows what kind of technology they've got working on their side. Computers have gender, Sarah. I know, I know what kind of technology they have. <laughs> it ain't good. <laughs> it ain't good. So they're going to meet in the transporter room in 10 minutes. And then they're going to go to sick bay. And we go to a new scene where Spock is talking to the computer. And he's like, hey, what's all this uh, activity in engineering? And the computer's like, well, it looks like there's a research thing going on. And he's like, well, who's researching? And he's like, well, it looks like it's Scott and uh, the captain that are working on that. And Kirk's or Spock's like, hmm, this seems sus. And then Sulu's listening and he's no. like, hey, Sulu, why are you listening? He says, all right, well, tell me, tell me what that, what the plans are. And he's like, well, I can't because it, this, the, it's like voice locked to Scotty. Oh, and voice Kirk, locked. Yeah. Which they had done before. And then so 
Bach can't even know what it is because it's voice lock. Like, sorry, that's this is classified. You, yeah, number two on the ship or ship's number one. You, you don't get to know what it is. I'm sorry. I- Only Scotty, who's sus, and Kirk, who's sus. They're yeah. the one. That's it. They get to know. And so Spock's on to them. And Sulu's listening. And Spock's on to Sulu. And he's like, okay, I know you're listening, Mr. Sulu. And he's like, well, um, so just so you know, I I think we should kill this guy. Because if we do that, then uh, orders will go to you. And we know what happens to Kirk's people. Or, like, to people, enemy, Kirk's enemies, basically. Yeah. Uh, they just, like, suspiciously die. And so, like, it's, like, a weird threat that I didn't really get. Um, well, it's basically Sulu being like, I want to be in command, but um, I'm Kirk's enemy. And, and so I, are like, you. Every, everybody knows that I don't like Kirk, and if it if it's possible that I killed him, then all of Kirk's uh, people are going to come get me. They're going to kill me almost instantly. Yeah. So he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I want to be in command, but not in this way. And Spock's like, well, I don't want to be in command either. So, you know, like, yeah. just to know if I do end up in command and I mysteriously die, I have a lot of fucking people and some of them are Vulcans. So, Vulcans. They mm. make it seem like Vulcans are particularly. Romulans. they're more like romulans is what i'm thinking because he says and some of them are vulcan and it's like dun 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 yeah it's very much like very like they they just sort of like angrily stare at you they're like angry cats that don't actually want to be in a fight but they're trying to be threatening right now yeah tails are all puffed and their backs are arched but they don't nobody wants you're scared of them you're scared of them even though they don't want this no, it fucking hurts. Fighting is terrible. It's so, scary. I do want you guys to know we are in a new scene. And we are back in Kirk's quarters. And my first note is wout fit. <laughs> yeah. My not an outfit. It is a wout fit. Basically, we're in Kirk's quarters. And the doors are closed. And then the uh-huh. doors open. And it's Marlena? Malena, and she is wearing like I. It's like I have the, I have it written okay. because like in my brain, and this is like Terry drunk brain after seeing mm-hmm. it, like it's like a strappy bodysuit with long sleeves, lace like a lace under underneath of this thing over top, which is essentially a. 70s colored caftan of chiffon. Yeah, it's it's like um almost like a poncho, like a long poncho cuz it's got like these winged arms, but her actual arms are covered in lace and then it's just but it's um chevron of every color. It's a chevron print that goes like teal, blue, green, magenta, in all of these different patterns. It's um, very confusing. It's a lot to take in. It's so many colors. And, and then. So, the captain is so sheer that you can see. The, oh, you the, can, yeah. You can actually see the arms when she's like walking towards him. 
but there is a like two inch strip that goes down her midriff. Yes. There's a two inch strip that goes around her waist. And then from that two inch strip is like this leaf shape to her crotch almost, or like a, it's like an oval yeah. crotch. Like it's so, I would, I would, I would never wear that, Sarah. I'm, I would just I'm, never put I would wear it. I don't know well, where. Chiffon thingy. I don't think I would wear the under part. That seems way. I don't even know how you put that on. They had to tape those pieces onto her. I, I feel like. No. What I think it might have been. And this is just from like being a plus size person who has looked at lingerie recently. I think that it was like a. um like it, it was probably nylon, like the whole bodysuit was nylon. So that's probably just a pattern printed on a nylon bodysuit that she put yeah. on that had lace sleeves. That makes sense. And they just the pattern. You never see it. So you don't actually know. You see, like, no, you, the chiffon, you see it. You don't yeah. Really and, it, it. and it looks really strappy underneath. But then, like, the, the bodice, like, the, the breast yeah. portion is very lacy. It looks fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's good. good. Quite it is it is quite good. It is, but I mean, it's it makes no sense. Like it would not be sexy nope. if you were trying to take it off to have sex or like put it on. <laughs> it would be no one sees the super... idea is that they don't see you put it on. <laughs> like it would be so unsexy to watch a woman put that on. No. And then when she was like walking, she had to pull it up, and she tried to sit oh, yeah. down, and she had to like bundle it up and then like move it so she can sit down <laughs> it was position like it is this is not a sexy piece of clothing i don't know <laughs> it looks sexy when she's standing in that doorway but it's not it's quite sexy <laughs> so every other um, moment not so much she's like i know you demand perfection yeah Blech. gross yeah. um and then his response is almost as gross he says um nobody uh is perfect but you're pretty darned close yeah, there's no big. such thing as perfection but if i've ever seen it yeah. it's, you. it's you're pretty darn close and she's like oh you used to talk to me like that but you haven't in so long and then okay so i'm just going to start speeding this up because we still have a bit to go and we're we're yeah. going long so um He's like, uh, I still talk to you like this, basically. And she's like, well, prove it. Prove that you're still like that boy I knew. And he says, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) He gets a call. (laughs) And she's like, well, um, Captain blah, blah, blah says he'll take me and I can find someone else and I don't have to be here. And she's like, but you, you should transfer me. Like, so I have a chance. And so this is where we kind of start learning that she's, I don't know, she's like, I think that women and Carrie kind of helped explain this to me. Because at first I was like, is she like some sort of companion? Like the more powerful man that she is sexually with, like, like that's her job is to be like a, a a woman with a powerful man? Like, but. 
Carrie kind of explained it, it was, she thinks it's more, so she works in the chem lab. We know that for a fact. Yeah. She's a Starfleet officer. She's. Yeah. Or an empire officer. Yeah. But the way that you get protection is by being with a man of power, because as a woman, that's your only option in this terrible fucking world. So it is very much the 60s being like, no, look how much better we're thinking women yeah. <laughs> in our just regular yeah, sex Man, I mean, she hasn't, but she probably could. But we don't make her. But we don't make her. No. <sighs> so it's production. I'm going to give it in this context that seems like exactly what would happen. Yeah. I don't like it. It's fucking awful. Um, so uh she is saying like oh, a fucking awful alternative universe. It's it terrible. Is. It's a terrible place. And she like we learn eventually really wants out. Um and she says, like, um, I want to be a captain's woman. I've gotten used to it. And then he kisses her and he says, You can be anything you want to be. And she's like, it's been a long time since you've kissed me like that. And it's really dumb. And then we didn't talk about her earrings. We talked about her outfit and not her earrings. Guys, her earrings are like these upside down. They're like ice cream cones. They're upside down tornadoes or ice cream cones that are just like a swirl of all of the colors and the chiffon chiffon thingy. In her chiffon thingy. <laughs> like it's like, but it's glitter at the same it's, time. It's very obvious they made them specially for this outfit. Oh. So, you know, very they're special. Beautiful. They're awful, and I would wear them. Yes, they're awful. Okay. And Sarah loves them. Yes. And then she says, Am I your woman? Yeah. I hate it. But Mom. he says, You're the captain's woman until he says you're not. <laughs> I think that was even in supposed this, to be nice. Well, in this universe, I think that's exactly what the shitty captain would say. And I think that was Kirk being like, This is not my bag, baby. I don't yeah. wanna I ain't touching this. And he's like, You are the captain's woman as long as he wants. He's like, But I'm not your captain, so I don't actually I can't say that. Like this is yeah between you and that douchebag that apparently I am. <laughs> But I'm not also. Yeah. Like pretty much like hands off. Like you're, you know, till that it's, dude says no. Yep. Yeah. And then he exits. And I will give him that. Like, good job, Kirk. Like he didn't take advantage of her. I mean, he kissed her a couple of times, but she she really seemed like that was what she yeah, was going she was, she was doing. She was yeah. definitely a, an active participant. Yeah. It, it was not as uncomfortable as I thought it was all going to be. Um, and she goes over to the TV thing that can kill people with a button and she turns it on and she watches Kirk walk into an elevator. And in that elevator, we see Kirk call Ahura and he says, you know what to do, um, right? When you get the, you know, like, to do. you know what to do when you get the signal, right? This is also where it gets a little bit uncomfortable. And she's like, yes, I know what to do. I have an idea to distract him. And so we go to the bridge and she gets the signal from Scotty and she goes over to Sulu. This is a She goes over to Sulu 
And she's holding what I assume is some sort of stylus, but it's very pointy. It's the pen. And I only know this because at the very, very, very end, um, that's what is brought to Kirk. Okay. It's a pen. Same thing. It's a pen. It looks. It's it's, it's like a triangle. It's like a child crayon. To a point. To a point. And she is like rubbing it against Sulu's cheek. And she's like, we're playing a game. Um, and you're not playing by the rules. And he's like, what's going on here? The and quote? The what? And she's like, I was getting bored. Like, I said no, but you were supposed to come back. And he gets like super gross and handsy. And then she smacks him. And the whole time she's watching his. Oh yeah, she's um, watching the board. Yeah, his his board, and it starts flashing, and then it stops flashing, and as soon as it stops flashing, she steps back and just fucking bitch slaps him like he's mm-hmm. like fuck you, and then he's like what the fuck, and she's like I don't know, I decided I changed my mind. Yeah, and so <laughs> like while one. I do kind of love this scene. I'm also torn. Like, women fucking have a right to change their mind. Like, it just felt like this was written by a man, and he was like, look how finicky women are. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Oh, women. You don't know what you want. Yeah. But I do do kind of love, because nobody, aside from Sulu, is arguing with Ahura at this point. She's like... I guess I changed my mind. Yeah. And she has a fucking dagger out. She like pulls a dagger out of her pants and she's holding it at Sulu. No, it's out of her boot. Out, out of, of her, her boot. High. Yeah. Sorry. She's not wearing pants. Yeah. She's not wearing pants. <laughs> no, that would be ridiculous. You'd have to wear pants. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> she pulls it out of her boot and she's just like, I guess I changed my mind. And he's like, you're playing on like dangerous ground or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, so are you. And she puts the dagger back into her boot as she, like, backs into the elevator. And Sulu, like, gets up to follow her. And there's, like, other guys in the transporter or in the bridge that are just like, nah, dude. Like, let it. Right beside the elevator. And they both, like, stiffen up. Yeah. Shoulders up. And then Sulu sits back down. And then the elevator door closes and she leaves. Because fucking Ahura can take care of herself. Like, yeah, I do truly believe she would have stabbed Sulu. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, she wanted to stab him. She was just like, you know what? Don't. Just don't. This ain't worth it. Yeah. Like, I will do it. Like, she is a strong, independent woman. And I do yeah. like that. Even though it was written by a man, very poorly done. I yeah. like that she leaves and everything is fine. And I do feel like she was in control enough to where she yeah. could have protected herself. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They definitely yeah. wrote her in the leading role. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Spock catches Kirk in the transporter room. Um, I don't know what Kirk was doing there. I don't really remember. Uh, uh, it but- doesn't make any sense because he doesn't know anything about what Scotty's doing. I think he's like trying to make sure it has power. I think that he's. I think they said they were going to meet in the transporter room, but yeah. then Spock but why finds the buttons. Maybe he saw that it like it wasn't working, and then I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but uh, Spock tells him to restrict his movements, and Kirk's like, "If you're going to shoot me, just fucking do it." 
Yeah. It's Fox like you've been really weird since you got here. And I think you know that I know that we know that everyone's weird. Yeah, and it's too weird though. Like it's too weird. Yeah, it's not he's like so normal weird. Just tell me what's going on. And he's like, um, you might as well just shoot me because I'm not gonna tell you what's going on. And he's like, fine, I'll fucking ask McCoy. I yeah. have you at phaser point. Let's go to sick bay. So yeah, they McCoy, is, and he, but he's he's like, yeah. I'm gonna ask McCoy because he's a weak bitch. Sweet. He says it to him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's emotional. He's got all these other fucking problems. You know what? You don't want to give it up. Let's go to McCoy because he's a bitch. I think what he was saying was, I know that McCoy's in love with you. Yeah. And if he'll I go to McCoy, to you. he'll do anything to protect you, including give me this information. Yeah. So. Because it's not as valuable as you are. As you are. You are the most valuable. So James T. Kirk, my lover. Yes, they go to sickbay. <laughs> and uh, it's the whole landing party. And Spock says, it's time for answers. And instead of answers, he gets an elbow to the face from Kirk. And I'm fairly certain that during this muscle tussle that we get, every overhead shot is a different parallel universe of just completely different actors. <laughs> it's so, like, we, we have brought this up before in the podcast. We've talked about this. That, like, they don't do their own stunts, and but they no. don't try to hide it like they do now. They don't try to make it look like <laughs> it's the same people. <laughs> they are so fucking clearly not the same people. They nope. try to get, like, the general hair color right, but they're not trying that hard even. They have the right shirt colors, I assume. It is so, like, the first punch is not Spock. It's <laughs> definitely not Spock. That's nope. not the guy who got hit. Anytime it's overhead, it is not those people. Yeah. And And then anytime it is those people, it's so overacted. Like, even Ahura, like, throws herself into a wall at one point. (laughs) But she's in the fight, and I do appreciate that. She is, like, in there throwing punches. Yeah, she's Um, throwing. She's throwing down. And she hands Kirk what looks like a big, like, clay vase skull of some sort. Yeah, and and Kirk takes that skull and smashes it over Spock's head, and Spock's all, all on the ground. Um, and then they're like, "Okay, let's go." And Bones is like, "We can't just fucking leave Spock here. Like he's yeah, gonna, die. gonna die. If we leave him, he's gonna die." And so. so they're like, "No, we have to hurry." And he's like, "Help me get him on this table." And they do. do they we have, have to hurry. <laughs> yeah, hurry. <laughs> 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 um and uh carrie and i kind of decided that mccoy is so adamant on saving spock not because he's a doctor but because he knows how much spock means even to kirk in this universe like yeah it's he's like kirk's heart if spock if something happens to spock he, he just can't deal with it so he is going to save him yeah and they he's working on him and he says he's so much like our Spock. Like, isn't he? Like, and Kirk's like, yeah, like whatever. And then we get Sulu entering and he's like, listen. So this is Sulu. He says, Spock's gonna kill you because that's his orders. And then I'm gonna kill Spock. And like and I'm just- you kill Spock. He's like, he's trying to wrap it up so he doesn't have any comeuppance. He's yeah. like you were ordered to, or Spock was ordered to kill you. and So, so you killed him. 
I'm going to kill you. Um, but then you're going to kill Spock at the same time. And then I'm just going to magically be the captain and I'm be like, the captain now. I'm the captain now. That's, I'm pretty sure, the actual title of the show. I'm the mm-hmm. captain now. I'm so the captain now. He like starts fondling this dagger, the, the annihilator oh, yeah. or whatever it is. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm the captain now. I just I'm I'm in power. Uh-huh. Man, yeah, my, yeah. That's totally, who I am. Yeah, totally not my dick that I'm yeah. fondling right now with all my power. <laughs> Basically, I'm gonna kill you both, and then yeah. I'm the captain now. Um, <laughs> and then we see that Marlena is actually watching this whole scene, and she just pushes the button, and one of Sulu's guys dies, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yep. She pushes it again. Another guy dies. And he's like, what the fuck? And then she oh, pushes fuck. it a third time and his last guy dies. The and fuck? The fuck? And then Kirk's looking around and he's like, I know what's going on here. There's a muscle tussle. Um, and within like a second, yeah. Kirk just takes like down slams Sulu. Sulu. It's not even it's not even a muscle tussle. It's no. it's, it's a must tuss. Sulu is just yeah. like down, boom down. Not and Scotty, even. Yeah, Scotty gives a 10 minute warning and Bones is like, I can't leave Spock like this. Like, I have to save him. Like, you guys go, give me five minutes. And Kirk's like, okay, you get five minutes. And they leave. And then he gives Spock a shot like 30 seconds later. <laughs> and Spock wakes up <laughs> and he's like, why'd you let me live? And he's like, never mind. I can just make you... Why did the captain let me live? Yeah, why did the captain let me live? knew that Kirk... But Kirk only let him live because Bones needed to save him. Yeah, but he was like, why did the captain let me live? I think that... Oh, maybe in brutal life, like, Bones wouldn't have even done that unless the captain said he should. And Yeah, that's possible. I do think that, in a way, Kirk let Bones save him as well because... Kirk loves Bones. And it's like a... Or Kirk understands Bones' feelings towards him, I guess yeah. is a good way to say it. And he he wanted I'll, to give Bones this. I'll give this, you this. Yeah. Yeah. This is what yeah, you... But Spock, Spock doesn't know that. He's been almost dead the whole time. And he's like, That's why true. did the captain let me live? Bones and he's like... He, like <laughs> actually, Bones doesn't say anything. He doesn't! And then, <laughs> like, the whole time, Bones doesn't say anything. And then Spock's like, well... Okay, and then I'll Spock make you just, tell me. Yeah, I'm going to mind meld with you, and he's like creepily backing him against the wall, and Bones is just like flat jawed and wide eyed and sweaty, and then so sweaty. He's like definitely Spock's like, here's my hand on your face, and we're mind melding. You're mind melded. Tell me what you know. And we're in the transport room, and um. I don't know. Oh, this is Marlena's there. And she has a phaser behind her back that I think nobody else can really see. And she's like, you're going to take me with you. And Kirk's like, "I we can't take. Kirk are at the transporter control. And so is Ahura. Oh, yeah, and they're like, no, Ahura is behind Marlena. But she's in the room. She's in the room. She's in the room, but she's behind the door. And they're like, beep, beep, booping. And Marlena's like, "Um, I'm going to go with you. And they're like, well, you can't. There's only room for four. We balanced and, this for four yeah, people. Yeah, like we. This is very precise. Like there's four people, and you're five people, and we can't take you. Sorry. Bro. Also, 
What? Assuming that there are alternate versions of them on this ship, if they take her back, that puts her poor, innocent, perfect, normal self from our universe into this barbaric situation she doesn't understand. It could just take, maybe there'd be her and her evil twin. I don't think that's what would happen. I, well, I don't know. I assumed that she would just go back because there, there wouldn't be like a crazy ionic storm. But the thing is, she is once in the transporter spoiler, we do get back on the ship, and once that happens, their other people end up back on this ship. Which means yeah. if they had taken the evil version of her, the good version would have swapped back. But I assume that Bach had figured it all out and put the other people on the transporter and they never would have though that's the thing when they talk about it they don't they don't actually know what happened to them they were in that room and then they disappeared (laughs) that is so fucking stupid Mm -hmm. holy shit okay so on that one in my point of view like if this it would have been terrible for our version of marlena who no this marlena has figured it fucking out like yeah she knows and one hundred percent, she she gets to lay Spock after this because what happened? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. So it's uh, Scotty and Kirk are at the trance. They're at the controls, and Marlena yeah. wants to go. And then she's like, "Well, there's only three of you, so I I really want to go." Like we have another person coming. Yeah. <laughs> like- and so she is like, "Okay, well." You said no, but I have a phaser, so you have to make me go. Yeah, you have to let me go. She gets him a phaser point. And then there's like this, what I'm going to call a sexual awakening for quite a few people. Like, Ahura comes in and they have like this very short muscle tussle. It's like a second where it's not Ahura, even a muscle tussle. Ahura no, just takes her fucking phaser behind her back. She, but she does like this move. And there's a lot of like, <laughs> this is there's, just there's activity. Yeah. In, in midriffs. I was going to say there's and some skin on into skin. It. And there's yeah, some it's, midriffs. It's activity in midriffs. It is <laughs> like, definitely. But it Sarah's. is. Yeah, it's up my alley. Um, but then Ahura has her at phaser point because she took her gun. And she also has her dagger. And Ahura's just fucking, she is on it. And yeah. she's just like, don't worry, Captain. I got this. Yeah, what now, And, and she says, do you know what they're going to do to me? And Scotty's like, hey, turns out some sort of bypass thing happened and we're going to need someone to stay behind. And and he's like, I'll stay behind. Don't yeah, it's worry. me. Captain. I'm the engineer. Like, I'm, the, I'm engineer. the most qualified to push these buttons. And then Kirk's like, no. You and Ahura get on that transporter pad right now. Super fucking stupid. I'm, I'm not even going to go into again how dumb it is for the captain to stay behind. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, he's like, no, Scotty, you go. I'll stay. I do want you to know my notes say no, get to transporter, but drunkenly I read it as no ghetto transporter. Yeah, ghetto, ghetto transporter, which it is. In the so, ghetto. But it's like, well, okay, you said I'll just go. Yeah, and, and at this your captain. At this point, Spock enters with bones and he's like, listen. I did this thing that made it so the transporter I, was going to be like I that. I shut the power off, lol. <laughs> but I did it to delay you. Yeah, um, because you can't leave without this dude. Yeah, and I fucking, I just want my captain back. I don't want to be captain. 
I don't want to be captain. I don't I'm not want the captain it. now. I'm not the captain now. Um, and <laughs> Kirk's like, you have as much integrity here as you do back on in our universe. And then Kirk tries to logic Spock into becoming the captain of this ship. Oh my like god! It's making this... it good. Yeah, not he's like becoming the captain. He's like, um. You realize how illogical it is to just be an empire and war bound, and like that's really fucking stupid. You it know that, right? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't no, it doesn't because sense. I mean, how many babies did Genghis Khan have? Like he, so many, so many. We're we're all descendants of Genghis Khan. That well, dude, a large portion of the world. Also, yes. at this a point, while they're having this conversation, um, I do want to talk about how Marlena is just like she, they're up on the platform where the panel is and she is down below with her hands perched on the panel and her chin on her hands just like watching them talk and she looks like a fucking little kid i'm like, not allowed to be on the transporter pad yeah but i'm not an adult having a conversation yeah i'm just, just watch. gonna watch like just it's watch. It's so fucking stupid. It's very awkward. It is very awkward. Um, But basically, Kirk's trying to talk Spock into making it better. Becoming the captain, I think, is his big thing. Like, you know that this isn't, like, logically going to work out. Like, essentially trying to logic into breaking evil Spock into being good Spock. Good Spock, yes. That's what he's and- doing. And leaving Marlena next to him in a way that's like, hey, when you're captain, you can have this hot chick, too. Yeah. And Spock's like, well, I can't do any of this. Like, he's listening to somehow like a fucking like he hasn't fucking thought about it already a million goddamn times. So he knows. He's like, well, I can't do this without any power. Like, I need power to uh, be the cool guy. And he's like, well, uh, go to my quarters. It's not like you, Kirk, is going to not immediately beam up as soon as I leave. Um, You just you go to my quarters and get get my machiny thingy and it's going to solve a lot of problems. Maybe they're just hoping that Marlena takes out bad Kirk and then they run to his quarters together and take over the ship. That's what happens. (laughs) It does does not make a lot of sense because like Kirk's going to come back in about five seconds and be an asshole Kirk and he's going to be fucking mad. Have you ever hit a wasp before? (laughs) I've I've hit a wasp and they don't take that lightly. They are not happy about it. They just get fucking stingy as fuck. And they yeah. sting you many times. Like, he's probably going to kill Spock. He's going to kill Marlena. He's going to kill fucking everybody. He's but that's a not mad what happens. That's not what happens. In I'm, my brain. Dead. In my brain, Spock's too smart for that. So he just immediately kills Kirk. Because <laughs> that's the only way to move up. And then he goes to his quarters. And I don't know. I don't fucking know what happens after no, this. There's but basically. No, there's no. There's absolutely no valid story plot that that makes it work out like kirk tried to convince spock it could it it, it doesn't make any sense you have to like you're really gonna have to fucking reach to make this work yeah but he says bye to marlena um and then he says in every revolution there's one guy with a vision and spock's like well i'll think about it (laughs) and then they they beam back and everything is perfect and like kyle by the way on the regular ship 
when they're like beaming back on board, he's so fucking happy. He's got yeah, this he's so big, happy. This big old smile on his face. Um, and things are normal and everything's fine. And we go to the bridge. And Kirk's like, How did you know that those were the barbarians? And Kirk's like, turns out it's way easier to pretend Spock. to be a bar. Oh, Spock. Spock. Says yeah, that. I'm sorry. Spock says, turns out way easier to pretend to be a barbarian than it is to pretend to be a sane person when you're a barbarian. Yeah. Like they <laughs> um it the Raven was the first tip off. Like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> like when one of them just grabbed a Hura's ass in front yeah. of me, I was like, as well, soon you're as not. I saw that Nazi salute. I was like, well, wait a second. What is we, this? We don't Nazi salute. Yeah, this we don't. Wrong. We don't. We don't Nazi salute. We None do of, not. Nobody does that. We no. Don't, we don't do that. We don't have yeah. a Gustavo. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. No, and then uh, Bones decides to jump in here and be a dick to say he's nagging, as Carrie yeah, said. He's nagging. He's nagging. He says, oh, I almost liked Spock better with that beard. Any alteration would have been an improvement. Yeah, anything would have been an improvement. Yeah, and, that's, then, that's and then Spock says, well, those barbarians were splendid examples of humanity as well. And then he's yeah. like, should we be offended? And yeah. Bones is like, I think we should be offended. Yeah, I, um, I feel like that was an insult. That's an insult. Yeah, definitely. And then Marlena walks in with an obvious wig at this point. Yeah. Like, the very different hair. And Kirk and sees her. she's wearing her. a normal outfit. She's wearing yes. just a blue Starfleet women's uniform, miniskirt yes. tights, no midriff. And he's like, normal. uh, you, do I know, do I know you? And she's like, oh, I was just assigned here last week. And she hands him like a thing to sign or whatever. And then she leaves. That's where we see the triangle stylus Oh, yeah. Pen. The stylus pin thing. Yeah. And um, then he says, she seems like a really nice girl. Maybe we could be friends. But yeah. in like a creepy way. It but is so like. Mm. This particular Marlena has no idea what she's in for. She's never made out with you. She doesn't give a shit about your dick. She doesn't know about. I mean, she probably knows you have a. Maybe. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um, know. And then Spock raises an eyebrow and Kirk goes, it's possible. Credits. Well, no. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's the credits, but it pans way out and it shows Kirk walking over to her. And then oh, taking this thing that. that he just signed out of her hand so he can read it. I'm pretty sure it's flirting. I don't know. I don't know much about flirting, but I bet you that's what it looks uh, like. <laughs> I hate it. I, there are, there's things about this episode I don't like. But overall, I thought it was going to be, need so many more trigger warnings than it ended up needing, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, I think they're getting better. Like, <laughs> I do. I do. I feel like, and, you know, we talked about this, and maybe we're going to talk about this more, but the the first, and, and they were like, this was groundbreaking television. The first season of the first sci-fi show, except, well, Doctor Who was actually pretty sci-fi. Doc- but, Doctor Who, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, but I bet you the first season wasn't good in that either. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, consider, like, any sci-fi show that we watch today, you know, the first season's kind of terrible. It just is. Yeah. And I maybe is. that's what the first season, because every episode, and we're four episodes in, and they've all been 
way more sort of campy fun like way more like they were they were trying to tackle issues and they did it really clumsily in the first season yeah this one they're like well we're gonna get near the issues and we're gonna kind of broach them but we're not gonna we're not tackling anything we're not this is flag football as a rip off the flag and run away was it Mackin who said ham fisted? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very ham fisted. It, it feels like they chose to go the route of like, you know, this we're gonna we're gonna whack a doodle. Um, huh. And I like that they gave a woman like a very strong role to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. I just also didn't like other roles they put other women in. <laughs> which yeah, I mean would have yeah. fit into the world that was terrible. Exactly. It was it was part of that culture society so it's it's like yeah. it's hard to be i mean we don't have we don't we don't appreciate it or enjoy it but it's sympathetic yeah. i can be sympathetic to it i understand yeah. i and i like i i understand how we need to know how terrible the world could be to yeah. appreciate the how far we're trying to come yeah we're <laughs> we're doing trying. our best we're doing um, our best. Yeah, it's definitely. I I feel like it's 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 definitely rounding a lot of like really hard edges this season that were just not. They were very jagged. They weren't even discussed. Half yeah, the time it was. In the yeah, it was. It was kind of terrible. And so, yeah. And I, and I think now that I'm like sort of thinking about it, a lot of what they were talking about as being progressive actually happens in the second season. That's when Chekhov comes. That's yeah. when Uhura has a stronger role than just yeah. typing a secretary. As an operator. Yeah, she's just like an operator secretary. So yeah, maybe maybe that's when they really like when they found their grounding. Like, oh hey, this is the perfect humanity. How can we push the limits of current society? Yeah, a little be better more? than we are. Yeah, how can we be better? Yeah, which I agree, and I I think they're getting there. This was yeah. definitely better. We complain a lot, but this was better. It's better. It's it's been this this so far, this four episodes has been far less like infuriating. Painful. Even though we complain, yeah, it's it's not the same kind of like guttural it, response. It could be so good and we're still gonna complain. Yeah. I mean <laughs> <laughs> what else would we do? It's still shitty. Like it's yeah. not the sixties. It still fucking sucks, but yeah. Um, you know, it, it feels, it definitely feels like they're trying a lot more in this season to, um, actually be the best humanity can be as opposed to the best the sixties think that that's the best humanity can be. Yeah. Yeah. They're working on it. They're working on it. It's a work in progress. It's not perfect. Oh, but he's nerfect. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys. (laughs) Live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs>